Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The coaching cycle is complete. Adam Schefter reporting that the Washington Commanders, the one remaining team with no head coach, is going Dan Quinn. Boy, does that reek. Did they even? I mean, God, it stinks of desperation. They're going to claim it was their guy the whole time, but (laughs) it wasn't, right? Dan Quinn wasn't their choice. They just went with a safe choice. Dan Quinn felt like the, the safe choice at coach. I don't feel like I'd like that if I were in Washington. Mm. defensive-minded guy whose defense just got absolutely wrecked in a postseason game. Not that one game needs to determine it. They've been a very good defense there. They also have Micah Parsons. I don't know if they have Micah Parsons in Washington. Going to take a quarterback, probably third overall, and then you got to have Dan Quint. So uh, so many of the coordinators are gone. I guess I'll see how he fills out his staff. I'll say that. But Dan Quinn, the Washington Commander's new head coach, Gold. We all thought he would be a head coach this year. We just all thought it was going to be Seattle. And, and then the lasting taste in everybody's mouth was the, the Cowboys' pitiful performance defensively against the Packers. And so that probably, you know, sways some people because overall Dan Quinn did a great job with the defense in Dallas. They had some key injuries, and then the, the performance against the Packers was unacceptable. But you're right on the commander side of things. We know they wanted Ben Johnson. That thing fell apart. Then maybe they wanted Mike McDonald. He ended up going to Seattle. And they end up with a defensive mind. You know my philosophy on just hiring coaches. If I'm a general manager, and I'm not saying there aren't exceptions because D'Amico Ryan is a, is a defensive-minded head coach doing great things down in Houston. I would never hire a defensive-minded head coach. And if I do, I better have a great offensive mind. And it looks like the Texans have that pairing, right? They have Bobby Slowick, who looks like an up-and-coming OC um, mind, and he's going to be a head coach probably in the next year or two. So Dan Quinn, okay, that's fine. You hired him. He's, I think he's going to be a great leader for that team. Defense is going to be sound. They also just had a defensive-minded head coach in Ron Rivera. So now your offensive coordinator hire becomes the biggest. Hi- People are pointing out that Eric Bieniemy is still there, but yeah, the team this, didn't, the team didn't like him. That was based on reporting. Yeah, I I think the OC job becomes just even bigger than it was seventy-two hours ago for the yeah. for the Commanders. Right? It, Can you convince a quarterback you, coach who's under one of these other really good offensive you, coordinators to come jump with you or something? You know, you're drafting a quarterback with one of the top picks in the draft, so. You got a defensive-minded head coach. You got to hire an OC that can develop a quarterback and make things easier for him. You've got plenty of cap space to also build around said quarterback. But boy, oh boy, yeah, that's definitely not how I think Commanders fans thought the offseason was going to go. But the coaching carousel is closed from a head coach perspective. Maybe there's some assistant coach movement. But I, I wonder if the Commanders felt like they had to make this hire today too, Cody, because 
they already had conducted interviews with Dan Quinn, Aaron Glenn, and I'm missing the third name. So unless they wanted to reopen the whole thing Which and then miss out probably. and then miss out on other assistants that he, you know, Dan Quinn has a list, I'm sure, of assistants. They he didn't walk out of in. that interview with Dan Quinn and been like, "That's our guy." Right. They kept interviewing. They were flying out to meet Ben Johnson before he's like, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah. For those, say, yeah, you mentioned the B enemy part. Like he's still there. Like I guess in theory, but when when the head coach gets fired, the whole staff usually gets blown out. So every once in a while, they hold on to like yeah. the staff members you don't think, but oh. C, DC, some of the bigger name titles, they very rarely end up sticking around on the same staff. Some guys do stick around. There are guys on that were on the staff before Andy Reid. They're still on the staff, right? I mean, it certainly can't happen, but it's not as likely as you would think. And again, the players, based on all reporting, they're not going along with Eric Bieniemy this year, which adds a whole nother portion into this problem. I don't know if it's the I don't know if it's the idea. I don't know if it's the uh, head coaching hire I like the least. Um, but it's not high on the list. I feel like in terms of what you were saying, Gold, not that they had to scramble, but we're at the point now where the combine's going on. You don't want to lose the potential assistance to somewhere like they, they had to make a hire. It's like as soon as, as soon as they possibly could, because they have to get going forward for next season and all that other stuff. So think about this. So Belichick, we know he's, he's not coaching this year. He's going to either retire or come back next year and try to see if somebody wants him. That's official by the way. No Belichick. Yeah. Mike Vrabel left out. It kind of was trending that direction a couple weeks ago or a week and a half ago. So Mike Vrabel, maybe he's a D.C. We know that Ron Rivera wants to immediately be a defensive coordinator right away. But Vrabel and Belichick, those are the two big names. And Pete Carroll to a certain extent, although maybe he is comfortable just being an advisor in Seattle. I don't know. But Vrabel, Belichick next year will be the two names along with Ben Johnson again and Bobby Slowick again, assuming they have good years. Those will be probably the four biggest names in next year's coaching carousel. Also, it tells you a lot about where teams are going in the hiring process right now, which I think is a full mistake when certain guys are available. You're trying to tell me that all of these unproven coaches you'd rather have around than Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, and Bill Belichick, three incredibly Mm. successful head coaches. Look, I think I'm a little bit biased because... The Chiefs went the way I'm just talking about with those guys not getting hired the last time. And it went gangbusters. They went with the guy who got run out of town because his clock had run up. Because they needed to part ways. Andy was an older coach in his, what, like late 50s. And they still went retread of the guy who got axed from the old job. And it seemed like it went fine in Kansas City. And they'd rather go, you know, uh, I can't even remember the name of the, the guy in, uh, who took the job in Carolina. Canalis or whatever. Canalis. So, like, you want to – I mean, and again, maybe those guys, maybe Vrabel didn't want that job. But, like, God, you just want to go these young offense. They're all just thinking, like, Mike McDaniel will work twice. That is definitely where the league is headed. I think it actually ties into when we brought up Eric Bieniemy and you talk about relating to 20-year-old, you know, 22-year-old. In the analytics of football and where the game is going and all that stuff. And and that's where I think Andy Reid does deserve a lot of credit. He continues to adapt better than most. That's why it has worked. He's not just stuck in his old ways. He has surrounded himself with with, with people, both all different varying ages as well. And they obviously lean in analytics to go with it. And so if there's a coach that's, you know, a little more old school, it's tougher in, in, in this age of the NFL as we see all the young coaching hires going forward. Uh, I don't think that's changing. Like, I don't think next coaching cycle, other than Belichick, who might get another chance because it's Bill Belichick. And Frabel, who um, I think would get another chance. Is Frabel yeah. going to go to TV? Do you think I think Frabel will be a defensive coordinator somewhere. Do you, or do you think he's going to go Doug Peterson and sit out just a full year? I think year? he might sit out. I think he there, there there's a shot of him do, being a DC. I just want how many, I, I don't know how many DC jobs there are open. I know the Packers just brought in yeah, Jeff College. Halfley from Boston College, so that, that job's open. It seems like that's a trend. I don't know if there's anybody 
Yeah, maybe you're right. Is, is Rabel better Kaliger. off? Is he better off just sitting out? Like in terms of how people perceive him, is he better off just sitting out and, yeah. and leaving it where it's at? Or is he need you know go be a DC and have a great defense and then go get hired again? He can probably get hired either way, so why not take the year off? Yep, <laughs> right. Why not just enjoy? He's still, he's still, he's still got a big pile of money. He's got he's, millions of dollars. I believe was was he in the final year in Tennessee yeah. or was there he's a year got, left? He's still got a year left. So he's getting paid for a year anyway. Yeah. Go study the game a little bit, relax, spend some time with the wife. Talk to some of these young guys who are getting hired. Uh, make have a coaching summit. Just make that up, like Mike McCarthy. He admitted that he made a bunch of that stuff up. Yeah, McCarthy in his basement had a coaching, you know, analytics summit, which was not true, but yeah. But that's what you say. If you're Mike Vrabel, yeah. you said I had an analytics summit, and it was just a bunch of like 27 year old <laughs> Yale grads, and all we did was talk about advanced numbers. Are like you're hired. Take like, a year off. Go go be a go be a, a senior advisor at Ohio State for a year, and then go back to the NFL when there's a because there are going to be. Plenty of head coaching jobs to open again, probably. I mean, it's in, in all likelihood going to be that way. Text on fact-checking me and saying he was 54, not late 50s when he was hired. But you're, you're good. The, yeah, the, the, cold, vibe is, all good. the vibe is the same. Yeah. Um, and I understand that Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick are older than Much the guys older. we're talking about. But, like, they're hiring 37-year-olds. Mike McDonald's 37. He's the youngest head coach in football. Canales is under four. You know, like, they didn't just go young. They went young, young in this coaching cycle. That's where B enemy stuck. No man's land. Right? No man's well, land. Well, it's, it's, I mean, we've said it a few times. It's, it's the reports that have come out this year in particular out of Washington, D.C., that players believe that his style didn't fit today's day and age of the NFL, like that he was basically too hard on them for the NFL. And, and I know there's plenty of people listening that, played the sport themselves or whatever, and they're like, well, these kids are just too soft today. Well, maybe you're right, but that's the reality of where things are at in the NFL. The coaches have to adapt. You can't the way the way coaches treated players in nineteen ninety three is not the way you can treat them in twenty twenty four. It just isn't. We can we can agree or disagree yeah, about like adapt or it, die. but that's how it works. And that that was damning, I think, for Eric Bieniemy that those articles that came out in the DC area this year. It didn't help. <laughs> Overall, I still so he think... He already had... He was already having I, trouble. I, Overall, yeah. I th- I think the, the situation when he got hired last year, we all were like, well, you might be gone in a year because Ron Rivera is going to be gone in a year. And sur- sure enough, that's what happened. Like He he was working with Sam Halleck, quarterback, for crying out loud. So, I, I mean, I, I don't think the, the failure was on, on him. I'm just talking about how he's perceived around the league. I think it's become more and more evident of how people view him and, and on the coaching style. And so does he end up as a an OC somewhere or, you know, a, a running back coach again, if he wants to do that. I, I don't know. But yeah, he, he, well, I don't think he's just going to be out of the league. He should just take a I job. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. A I mean, position coach is probably his next option. If he's willing to do that. Yeah. I mean, if he's willing to go back to being a running back coach or if somebody does yeah. want to make him the OC, we'll see. But uh, all the, the co- head coaching hirings are official now. That's done. Which one do you like the best? You know, what's your favorite? What was your favorite Which hire? hire? I mean, I do think Raheem Morris. Sadly, Harbaugh's problem. So I do think Raheem Morris in Atlanta is a really good hire. Uh, Second go for him. Another opportunity well-deserved. And that division's not very good. A lot of talent on the roster. If they go the veteran QB route, they could win 10-plus games immediately. Those are probably the two now that I'm looking at. And then Harbaugh, yeah. I mean, the guy's had success everywhere he's been. I don't know what to think about Gerard Mayo. I have seen coach-in-waiting go up in flames so many times. My indication is that's never a good plan. Coaching waiting is just never a good plan because it seems like it fails nine out of every 10 times versus just going to get somebody else. 
Um, God, I remember at a time when like Kansas fans would be like, "Well, you know, Bill retires, Danny Manning." You're like, "Stop it, no." Yeah, Tad Boyle. He doesn't. No, yeah. just you're Kansas. <laughs> that was. You will just that. get the person from the twelfth best program in the country, and they'll be your coach. <laughs> what do you mean? Like whoever isn't a blue blood, you'll get the best coach who isn't a blue blood. That's the way college football is. <laughs> yes, that's how it works when you're the haves or the have-nots in those yep. situations. If you're Kansas basketball, or yeah, you're Alabama football, you take the best coach that you can convince to take your job, who is a top 15 program and just isn't another blue bud. You can't usually steal like Michigan's coach sometimes, but you just take anybody else you want out of that. So silly. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.